0: Good day, maams and sirs. Today is a special day for the old number nine with Tommy podcast. We have officially hit the one year, our one year mark. What a year it has been! We've covered all sorts of topics from sports, gun control, mental health, and COVID to movie reviews, personal stories, and so much more. As I as I reflect on the past year, I am more excited than ever to bring you a podcast where two or more people use their First Amendment right to speak their minds openly and freely on sort on all sorts of topics as a way to relate or be funny. To be sad or to most of all be humble. We are humble for the platform on which you number niners allow us to voice our opinions and point of views on any situation. That being said, it was brought to my brought to me by someone who I consider one of the most loyal number niners. That something I said on a previous episode was upsetting and they I quote, couldn't believe you said that. The comment in question is that I don't believe that sexual abuse victims should be considered survivors. After I said that, the comment, I said, typically, that sexual abuse isn't an endangerment of life, so they shouldn't be considered survivors. I still stand behind the comment I made, but to shed some light on the topic, I, yes me, Tommy from the number nine with Tommy podcast, is indeed someone who was sexually assaulted as a child. I did not survive it. It's something that happened to me. Those close to me are the only ones that ever knew it, knew about it. Because, well, no one's—it's no one's fucking business what has happened to me. I have every right to have my outlook on this topic. I'm not saying that people that have gone through sexual abuse shouldn't feel like a victim or even feel as if they survived it. As the old saying goes, situations are situational. But as a, but I will plant my flag, and and say not all abused are survivors. In conclusion, I want to quote Tom McDonald. I am not playing it safe. I said what I said. It is what it is. I don't care if you're mad at me. Go ahead and change the channel. My views are just that, my views. I feel everyone, everywhere, needs a reason to be a victim, and have an excuse of why they are where they are in life. I'm 31 years old. I've been sexually abused, homeless, broke. Have had to borrow money from friends and family to see, to see my kid and even eat. Never once. Have I used any of that as an excuse to accomplish a great full-time job, My, my joy in life doing and producing this podcast? And I have no one to thank but me, my wife, and my family. Nothing has happened to me in my life that has affected me in a negative way. It has shaped me into the asshole that does this podcast two times a week and loves doing it. If I offended you, I'm sorry that you're offended by words and a point of view. Now to the person I have to thank most of all for this podcast, Patrick motherfucking Gallagher. How's it going? How are you? So, happy
1: anniversary. Same to you, man. We've got uh, a year under our belts. Let's open this up by saying, one, no, I was not the person who sexually assaulted Tom when he was a child. You Uh, want to tell that story? Yeah, we will. That's a good idea. I didn't even think about that. That's a great idea. The story does not involve me sexually assaulting Tom again. Uh, Mason said, eating is one thing. Finger banging a bowl and licking your finger clean is a bit much. Mason, here's the thing. If you didn't type it in and I wouldn't have to read it like uh, Will Ferrell on fucking Anchorman, then nobody would have known that I finger licked the bowl. Second, you've never had Erica's cooking. Erica made some buffalo chicken fucking macaroni and cheese and it was amazing.
0: It really was amazing.
1: <laughs> Additionally. I don't know how many times I can add on. Additionally, uh, we're going to talk about what Tom said last week. We're going to clarify and dispel some of the uh, maybe misconceptions about what Tom meant. Um, We're going to have some fun. Now, we are going to make jokes. Our joke is not to offend anybody. Um, We certainly will not make jokes about any victim of sexual assault. No, But the fact that we make light of the subject doesn't mean that we don't recognize it as a serious subject. We also make light of every other subject we speak about. Here's the thing. We will never draw a line. Everything is able to be made fun of. Once you draw a line and say, we can't make fun of that thing, then... Technically, we can't make fun of anything because it's all, anybody could be offended by something. So we're not going to uh draw a line in the sand. We're going to uh, possibly make some jokes. It is what it is. Erica said, woohoo, I get praise about my cooking from Tom. Yeah, I actually said, Erica, you should call the makers of the Instapot because we have a fucking advertisement on our hands. Tom complimented um, a meal. Tom never compliments Erica's cooking. I took
0: one bite and said, Erica, this is really good.
1: Fucking crazy. Um, a year man, do you have a favorite without now? We've done no homework naturally, we've done no uh research, we've done no playbacks. Do you have a favorite moment that you can remember on the show?
0: I was thinking about it the other day, actually. It's funny that you brought this up.
1: Okay,
0: remember that episode? It was when we first started going live, so it never made it to a podcast, but it made it on the live when uh, you did something and it uh. I don't know, it really bothered me, and I was like, dude, you're such a effing... And I slammed my... <laughs> uh, that word yeah. will not be repeated on today's show. <laughs> nah, I cut that out of the episode, but it was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's up there. That was funny. We've had some good times. Uh, I've really... Uh, like you said, I think in the, we've had a slow start. If you've been with us from the beginning, you can... You obviously see the transition that we've made. Um... We've we've come a long way, man. Our first episode I tell everybody this. Our first episode we recorded into a headset yep. that I had for gaming. Like yep. that's how we started the podcast.
1: Um I'm a little upset you're not gonna return the question to me. I'm not gonna
0: lie. Oh Pat, what's your favorite? Oh. I, I, I just naturally assumed that you were gonna answer it with yours.
1: You know, there's a thing where you know two people feed each other. And I'm starving over here. Well,
0: I clearly you're not by based off Well, thank God your
1: your wife fed me dinner. (laughs) For anybody, uh, this this show is not only thrown together in our typical fashion. I normally get out of work, run home, and grab a tablet, sometimes finish up the timeline. Normally, I have it pretty well finished up, or at least I have everything in separate pieces, and I drop it into the timeline. Today, Tommy said he was doing the intro, so I didn't have to worry about that. I stayed late at work, and... uh, then I hauled balls, got here. I have no hat on, so you can tell that I'm balding. I had to turn my shirt inside out, so you couldn't tell where we work. Um, Carissa said uh, Epitome was the, one of my faves. Thank you, Carissa, for uh, highlighting that, that moment.
0: Is that I read the Epitome.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> Never again, motherfuckers. <laughs> fool me once and twice. Never fool me again. Isn't that what Bush said? You know that
0: you read the Epitome, right?
1: I read it out loud, Epitome.
0: Oh, okay. As long as we're on the same page.
1: I, yeah, no, we're good. Uh, Erica said, I've enjoyed your evolution of the episodes, and we don't have to only hear about Pat's sex stories, although some were funny. Oh, Erica finally admits that my sex stories were entertaining. This is also a breakthrough. So we've got Tom complimenting Erica's cooking. We've got Erica talking about how much she loves hearing about my sex life. What else is coming through tonight on the the number nine with Tommy? This is exciting
0: shit. Very exciting.
1: Very exciting. <laughs> my favorite moments. Uh. The popcorn incident th- lives in infamy in my brain. Um, the uh, When we had Tony, because he's so fucking funny, talking about Mark Wahlberg and how bad yes. he wants to fuck him, Yes, that uh, killed me. Um, Don Lindsay. Don Lindsay's great every fucking time. I remember
0: when your dad would call us every time that we were sent on record?
1: So that's actually where I was headed. <laughs> My my favorite moment, somehow, this man sneaks in, is when we called that motherfucker and asked him if he would rather fight a hundred chicken-sized horses, or a hundred duck-sized horses, or one horse-sized duck, and he said, <laughs> I would kill them all, and let God sort it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought, man, that's my fucking blood. That's, uh, that's the one for me. That shit was funny as hell. Yeah. And it, it just was so unprompted, man. It's yeah. just him being him. Erica said, I will always yell down when you continuously mispronounce words. I appreciate that, Erica. I do.
0: It's epitome.
1: <laughs> I still look at it and think they should spell that word differently. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we got a bunch of stuff to cover. Uh, a, like I said, I normally have a timeline drawn up. So oh, today, let's, let's I'm you of on way. a little sticky note.
0: Let's get this out of the way. Yeah. Sorry about the episode that came out on Monday. Oh, yeah. Hey,
1: Mason. Uh, if you could just type in fuck you tom that's one cuz he's earned it. Tom uploaded the episode backwards. So you guys picked up in the middle of an episode last week and uh so I was texting Then we what, what an hour in got an intro How, where where was the intro?
0: It was late dude. It was really
1: uh, amazing.
0: So I might go back. So here's the problem, right? Cuz we recorded that at Pat's house. I realized it Monday morning cuz I always go and check the podcast. And uh I was like, "Oh boy, this isn't good," and there's nothing I can do other than take that episode down and restart it. That's it.
1: Well, and you can't really so, can you restart it because it's on my computer.
0: So that's the problem. Is that without me going to Pat's house and re-uploading it?
1: Um, Mason said I can't type that in because of editing, but that's one. <laughs> all that shit he
0: talked about you, Mason. All that shit. Well, I can tell you this: I didn't expect Mason to come and clean up my mess like he did me. <laughs> Fuck you, Mason. That's one. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, so I haven't made it to Pat's house to fix it. Maybe Sunday when I'm there. Will at this point, if you're, you've probably listened to it already. It's yeah, of late. But yeah, if you're listening to this, it.
1: you probably listened to the last
0: one as well, and
1: you know, they, they fucked up.
0: Yeah, it's fucked up. It's pretty funny though. Uh, so, anyway, I was texting with uh, a number niner and he goes, Dude, what's up with your episode? Blah, blah, blah. And then he texts me and he said some things about you. And then, about me? Yeah. Was yeah. this fuckface? No, it wasn't fuckface. It, it was, was Griff? I, it was somebody else. It was definitely Griff. It wasn't Griff. I wouldn't throw a Griff on their bus like that. So, it wasn't fuckface and it wasn't Griff. Yeah. What'd they say about me? It was the other person that I know that was the show. <laughs> no, they're just, you know, because we argue a lot and they want to know how I do it. How I. How you put up with me? Yeah, pretty much.
1: That motherfucker. You um, know not he
0: did You, you call me and ask me the same yeah. fucking question. But anyway, so he gets through the rest of the episode because it was backwards. And he was like, I feel like I owe an apology from listening to this now from the beginning. Because it was so backwards. So he heard us arguing later in the show about uh, something that happened earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's excellent. Uh, yeah. So Who was that's it was sure. not I'm not going to answer it. He
1: took it back. What's the matter? I'm not going to answer it. Fuck that motherfucker. That's not nice. Do I know them? The fuck yeah, you know, Really? You know everybody I know, Pat. No, I don't. You have a whole pool group. Yeah, no. For the record, that's not a swimming pool. They would obviously put, put a net in there and grab Tom back out.
0: The billiards. We play the billiards. Yeah. Um So what do you want to do first, man? You wanna uh you wanna elaborate on what the intro was about? Uh yeah. Or okay, so at? I want to say this real quick. Erica, yeah. So I read this to Erica last night, obviously. She goes, it's very brave of you, Tom. And I go, what do you mean? Uh, so I just want to say, say this. Like, I wholeheartedly believe what I said. None of this has affected me. Um, at the end of the day, I don't talk about it. There's no reason to talk about it, right? Well, so
1: here's the thing. And I get that you feel like it hasn't affected you. This has dramatically affected you. This has dramatically affected you because when somebody talks about sexual abuse, you can put yourself in their shoes. So no matter what else, somebody can actually go to you and talk about sexual abuse where they can't go to the next person because the next person can offer sympathy. I get, you can offer empathy. And that's a big fucking difference.
0: So here's so here's I, I was thinking a lot about this, right?
1: For the record, what he said was not at all empathetic. I get that. I, I get that it's lost.
0: Well, no, it's not. listen. The pro so look, one it has affected me but not in a negative way right. I've used these as tools to one be a good person uh, regardless of what you think about what I said at the end of the day I believe that I'm a good person um, I do have empathy for people that are in the situation or something that horrible has happened to them of course I'm, I'm empathetic to what has happened to them what I don't like is people using it as an excuse to to be a certain way or, you know, my life's fucked up because this happened to me. We all go through shit. Right, so Whether you're successful or you're not is up to you. It's nobody. You, you know what Well, I'm there's singing? that angle. There is the,
1: my dad drank and was an alcoholic, so I'm an alcoholic, which this is the same thing. You're saying somebody did something. So as a result of their behavior, I behave this way. And I'm with you. I get that that is one way to look at it. There's also the way to say, um, you know a lot of the it's it's difficult to be sympathetic to a lot of the claims knowing that there's an alarming rate of false claims out there. And oh, that absolutely. was when we talked about this and we did talk about this one, um, that was one of your points that you made was not, you know, it's not that I don't, you know, feel for the people who go through it. It's that I don't fucking buy into the number of people saying that they're going through it.
0: Well e- even if let's say 90% of it was true. Right. Right. 90% of it. Sure. Like one of the examples I used to you is if a girl gets her ass slapped, she's technically sexually assaulted. Or a guy. Yeah, or a guy. Let's be right. Um, But if that happens, then they're technically sexually assaulted. Now, is that person... Like, I, I would never consider that person a survivor. All right. So I went on Google, and we talked about this as well. I went on Google, and I tried
1: to do anything I could to either side with or side against Tommy on this and not uh, live on against. the show. But... What? I said I was really side against, but... No, 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 it was, it was legitimately, um, I wanted to be supportive of the things that you were saying, because I knew that you were 100% convicted, but I also wanted to say, maybe you should have said it this way, or I wanted to say, maybe this is what you really meant. Um, and so I looked up a lot of things. One of the things was victim versus survivor. So it does a very poor job distinguishing the two. Basically, um, if you're if you're looking up, you know, what's the difference between a sexual abuse victim and a sexual abuse survivor, it says nothing. Well, here's the thing in your scenario that uh, light, light, uh, good game or, you know, like, you know, if if somebody's crowd surfing and somebody grabs their crotch, that's sexual assault. There's no fucking way around it. And it's not okay to do. It's not right to do. But that person's life probably doesn't change dramatically moving forward. So I think in your head and I don't disagree with you because I'm going to say in my head, too, that person is a victim that person is not a survivor of sexual assault. They didn't go through the the trenches like some sexual assault victims do. So you can be a victim of sexual assault and not a survivor. You could not be a survivor and not a victim. Absolutely. And in your head, and again, I agree with your your clear clearly distinguishing the two terms um in your head um there's a difference between the two and that's what you were saying. You were saying um not everybody who's sexually assaulted is a survivor. You weren't saying it doesn't make you a survivor to be sexually assaulted. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it.
0: No, again, I think my level of survivor is probably different than most. But sure. Again, that's my opinion.
1: It, no, I get that. And yeah, you're saying, you know, if this is a repeated thing or an aggressive thing, then yeah, you're probably a survivor. If you're contemplating suicide, which again, I did a ton of research, the, uh, the rates... I want to say it was like 73% of women who have been raped, not sexually assaulted, but raped, like 73% of them contemplate suicide after the fact. So,
0: so like, let's think about this, right? Because, and and this just occurred to me, right? Okay. We all know that like back, back in the day, we'll say like fucking 1900s up to probably the 80s, right? Yeah, I would say definitely
1: within our lifespan. Yes. S- sexual, I already know where you're going.
0: Sexual abuse was heavy. Heavy. Right?
1: Tom <laughs> Mason said, Tom, what are your opinions on Destiny's Child's hit song,
0: Survivor? Uh, I haven't heard that song in a long I'm time. I'm a survivor. I'm not gonna give up. Yeah, whatever. They're clowns. Um, Whoa, Kelly Rowland is fine. I'm, I'm not judging her on her looks. I'm saying they're, they're clowns. Um, but anyway, so I think... A lot of it has to do with the world that we live in today, right? And, and this is kind of my point, dude, is that everybody is so sensitive and wants a reason to be Mentally fucked up, right? And I'm not like mental illness is real, right? I'm not this and these things can trigger mental illness. Right, I'm not disagreeing with that.
1: There's actually there's a Tom McDonald line about this guy. Yeah, we always land on Tom McDonald.
0: Because dude, I I was listening to him hard on my way Um my but way. no,
1: he talks about uh he refuses to propel himself in rap music by making songs about the drugs that he depended on to actually survive life because he was on all kinds of antipsychotics and antidepressants. And he's saying, I'm not going to rap about fucking Xanax and how cool it is because I know how cool it's not to actually need to take the Xanax. You guys are taking it for fucking fun. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of what you're saying. You're saying there is a culture of uh, victims who were, thank God, given the platform to, uh grow and survive those things in the 70s 80s 90s we saw that growth we saw women come forward we saw women gain independence we saw women gain power
0: yeah and, and then just like anything else dude they, there are other people who jump on the fucking bandwagon yeah and make it something you know that it's not and that's the problem in our culture right is that we've almost made it a fucking joke to be sexually assaulted that Anything that happens to you, a guy looks at you the wrong way and, oh, he sexually assaulted me. Well, come on, man, get a grip. Like, I understand that you, well, a guy or a woman, right? Like, Like, this isn't, it goes both ways, right? And obviously, we're going to use women because that's the more popular or the more common situation. Sure. Well, and you know what? It is for now. Yeah. Let's say that because...
1: Just until like until everything, that about pendulum's
0: going to swing. Well, don't worry. We're right up there with this fucking goddamn Muppet show. Uh-huh. Um, but no, we're, we're seeing uh, step-sons
1: and stepdaughters in schools. You know, uh, my, my stepfather or my stepmother took away my PlayStation or took away my Xbox or didn't let me go on a fucking camping trip, so now... I'm the survivor of sexual assault because I want this person out of my life. We are seeing that in Dros. Talk to a police officer. The police officer will tell you. We see these cases all the time. They go nowhere because they're from nothing other than an angry person who knows that the effect of m- voicing um, a victimization is powerful. It's yep. swift. It is um I it's like a fucking wrecking ball. They go in, you know, DCF goes in, the cops go in, everybody's life is turned upside down. And then they go, Well, that kid lost the Xbox. Yeah. Our bad. Yeah. And they move on. Hopefully. And those things go without punishment. Because yeah. uh in the culture that we live in, we'll call it for political gain, right? Um, we have, it's not all political. Here's the thing, man. It's again, it's both sides because there are a legitimate group of people who said, you know, we need to immediately side with someone claiming that they're a victim immediately. And if it's a child so much so, because why would a child make that up? It doesn't matter why they would make it up. What we need to do is we need to take their side because God forbid, we don't take the side of an actual victim. But then you have other people piggy piling on because of politically that that totally makes sense and politically they go, well, I'm not going to be the one who calls the child a liar or I'm not going to be the one who calls the woman a liar. So here we are in this culture where we literally are cultivating false claims. We're we're encouraging people to claim these things.
0: Erica is about to bomb us with about nine million fucking. Oh, Erica said. So there
1: are multiple definitions. Oh my God! It's for survivor—someone who survives, especially a person remaining alive after an event in which others have died. Mason said. But then again, if you are charging fake victims, would real victims be afraid to come forward in fear of losing the case and being charged? Erica said. Two—a person who copes well with the difficulties in their life. So, Erica, you're—I—I I looked at all these definitions last night. I'm—I'm. I'm, wholly on board with the definitions here. Mason, I think I just referenced that point that we can't charge fake victims because the the, the, the backswing of that is that real victims won't come forward because they're going to be afraid that they look like fake victims and get punished for something that fucking happened to them instead of something that they did.
0: Yeah. It's really fucked up at the end of the day. So anyway, man, I didn't mean to upset anybody. Um Obviously, it was a strong take. Um, but that's honestly how I feel. I and I think like we were talking about the Simone Bios thing, right? That's really what it came down to and that she went through this horrific thing. But again, I don't want to get back into this whole thing where her. She got bronze by the way in her personal event. Do you I talk found about, out too do that you want
1: to talk about the vaccine? No. Oh, okay.
0: Uh I found out that uh if you win a gold medal you win thirty seven thousand dollars.
1: That is nothing, but okay. Um it's, I'd, did, I'd
0: appreciate
1: $37,000. <laughs> On a side note, Simone Biles' aunt died during the Olympics. Oh, did she? Yeah, it was, I guess, part of it. Um, did you see the uh, the female wrestler
0: who won? Yes. Awesome. Kudos. Yeah, awesome job. Kudos like a motherfucker. See, I love that shit. See, that's the that type shit. of shit that I want to see when Yeah, I'm talking about these. But anyway, when it goes back to her, listen, I'm a, never, not for a second, would I mean to disparage what happened there. Right, that 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 wasn't my point of view. My point of view is that this girl's getting enough attention to get hop on the bandwagon of, oh, and she survived this horrible person at this college. Yeah, I agree. But then, like, to keep, I don't know. Like, it's so complex to me. Like, why you have to be out in the forefront talking? About, like, and well, listen, I, th- that's just I my think your fr- your
1: frustration is. You don't define yourself as someone who was sexually assaulted as a child. It did happen. You recognize that it happened. You've accepted that it's happened. You, whether you, I don't know, went to therapy, didn't go to therapy, you have gained closure, you have moved forward. And I think you're looking at her and feeling like maybe she has not. She has not closed that chapter of her life. And well, the she's media especially to is,
0: use it as a yeah, they're using way it to as, propel.
1: Correct. Yeah. They're they're building her as you know, a sex assault survivor instead of the nastiest fucking floor routine gymnast in the history of the world, which is a much better, uh, much more accurate depiction of who she is. She's not just a sex assault survivor. She's a fucking legend,
0: man. You would even call her a hero. hero. Straight up. You would. Straight up. So anyway, I want to close that up. Um I don't think I got to finish what I was saying about Erica. But I don't want this to be like, oh Tom's so brave for saying that on the show. Um like Pat pretty much sums it up pretty well. It's something that happened to me. Um I have had closure from it. The motherfucker lives in the same town that I still live in. I've seen him around. It happens. Um I'm I i do not let it fuck up my day. I don't let it ruin my day. Uh he's a horrible person. And that's that. Uh there's nothing we can do about it. He I got you know, motherfucker went to jail. Uh Luckily, I have good parents that, you know, beat it out of me that uh song was going Interesting on. choice of words there, but go <laughs> ahead.
1: Um <clears throat> See, this is what I'm saying. There's no way to do this without me making a joke, bro.
0: You're fucked up, bro. All
1: right. Uh, Eric said, you also have to think about what people were thinking when you said you didn't think sexual assault victims were survivors, uh, which is true. The people listening if they, in fact, are sexual abuse survivors, probably went, why the fuck is Tom attacking me? And I get that. She then said, I think lots of people automatically think that you are talking about women. I meant, oh, I meant that it was brave as in you sharing personal experience with everyone. I think you knew what you meant by brave. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, it's none of your motherfuckers' business, but at the same time, we're all family.
1: No, I was legitimately concerned because I read your your intro, and I thought, man, how, like, I still think he's missing the mark. And then we talked about it, and we, like, I, I no longer felt that way once we verbalized. But reading it, I was like, it's the equivalent of, let's see, you pick a minority group. Blacks. Pick a different minority. Oh, God, okay. It's the... No, no, It's the equivalent of a black person. You chose black. It's the equivalent of a black person going in and, you know, let's just say there's a black community that's uh, impoverished. And that black person going in and saying, you know, you guys act like this is so bad, and you guys, you know, you you say that you're suffering so bad, but it's really not that fucking bad. Look at me, I'm doing fine. And that's in my head how it sounded when, when I was reading your thing, and I was like, oh, it like it doesn't look any better that you're one of them. Because you're coming out and saying, listen, I was the victim of sexual assault. I can say this. I'm like, oh, this is not how you want to do this. No, But, but when we not... talked about it, I was like, okay, that's not what he meant at all.
0: Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. No, but... So like when it, I was thinking about this on my way home, right? Because I I gotta tell you, it really bothered me when this person came to me and told me this.
1: Real nice that person.
0: It really bothered me. It, it, it's been really bothering me. That's why I took text Ben and said I'm gonna write the fucking intro because you know we're gonna talk about this. Um, because that's not my mo, right? Like I don't want to offend people or anything, and I'm not better than anybody, right? Sometimes it's shit I say me make you think that I think that, but I'm not better than anybody. I'm not special.
1: Well, no, actually, to um, to that point, I think we've recognized on this show that your vocab game is not the strongest. So sometimes when you articulate what you're trying to say, it doesn't come across the way that you intended it no, to. No, exactly. This is a prime I barely, example.
0: I can barely read. Um, But I was thinking about this, right? You know how you always say that um, like we all start at different points in life? like that's your big thing with people and yeah uh,
1: people can start in a hole and yeah. then they got to dig
0: themselves out and and so so like i thought about it a lot on my way home that yes we all have different starting points but the finish line is all the same and maybe you can agree with this the the finish line should be we should do better than our parents did
1: that's it take it
0: you have to move up a
1: step from where your parents were in life that's so, your fucking goal in life
0: yes okay so
1: Yes. Th- the size of the step truly inconsequential my parents lived in poverty I'm in the lower middle class that is a success story to me
0: yes my parents
1: were wealthy I employ several wealthy people that is a success story to me
0: yes so and I look at it the same way right if you live your life by not living by the excuses and the burdens that have happened to you over li- over your life and you and listen. It affects everybody differently. So I implore you, go get the help that you need to not be a victim. That's really the thing. Well, you, I think you'll always be the victim, right? But Well, the quote-unquote victim, but don't use it as an excuse to not live your fucking life. You, yeah, you only get one fucking life.
1: Yeah. Don't live in the moment that robbed you of who you are. Don't become that person in that moment. Move forward and become... A better person because of it, and I realize how shitty that is of me to say. Yeah, because I'm not the one saying that I was sexually abused.
0: Um, but but I, like, I'm a like. Listen, I'm not special. I didn't. D- I don't have a fucking cheat code at what I did with my life. Right, right. I've had. Don't get me wrong. I've had help, man. My my wife has helped me propel to where I am today. Pat has helped me propel to where I am immensely. Today. Um, I don't know about Pat as much as, well, Pat probably at a lower tier, but. Uh erica
1: said it doesn't have to be economically better than your parents it could be don't be an alcoholic be a better person so erica god we're always on the same fucking page i was actually gonna say you know my my parents were really nice people but i run a charity that's still taking a step up it's you saw you saw and felt the warmth of your parents and how it affected people so all you did was take that and you're affecting more people That's still a fucking success. Even if you die in poverty, maybe that wasn't your fucking goal. Yeah. You know, if finance is your goal, you gotta move up financially. If your goal is to make a bigger impact, then pick the thing that you're trying to make a bigger impact in and fucking go for it.
0: Yeah. So I guess that's where we're gonna end it. Um let's get on with the rest of the show. Well, hold on.
1: We have two more points to this because you wanted to tell the story. And we can tell that. Oh yeah. (laughs) But before we do that, the story that Tom's about to tell you is going to show what a just completely inconsiderate completely unsympathetic piece of shit I am, which is true. but before we get that, I will prove what an unsympathetic piece of shit I am because Tom wrote this intro that goes into detail he's saying you know I'm a sexual assault victim and I you know I know what that's like and he's laying all the
0: bases that'm I'm half as good as my father but three times better than my mother. So does that balance out? Absolutely.
1: I'm trying to do the math. Hold on. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Um, you're in agreement. So so I read this, and I really think Tommy dumped his heart into the intro. He was very emotional in the intro. Um, and I texted him in my response to the intro because I know – what he put into it. And I know what it takes to write those fucking intros. It's not easy to just continue to, to find things to say and then find a way to say them. So my response to him was, the intro didn't rhyme. And then I texted a sad face. Uh,
0: so that's actually, the amount of
1: sympathy that Tom gets from me.
0: It was actually a mad face.
1: A mad face, okay. It
0: wasn't really
1: a sad face. Yeah. It was a mad face. So, like, so when we tell this story that's coming up, I'd like to point out that Tom knows me pretty well. This is how he got to know me.
0: Yeah, because this was before I knew Pat. He right? he worked for me, but he didn't really know me. So, I'm sure you guys have heard of show. I worked for Pat when I was in high school. I worked for him for a total of, like, six months. Right? I started working for him, I think, in January or February. I was gone by August. So, maybe seven months.
1: During that ten years?
0: Yeah. And it will always be ten years of Pat. Um, so, we're working, right? It's, it was, like, a fucking Wednesday. Slow as shit guy comes in and get his admissions done. And I'm looking, and he looked awfully familiar. And then it fucking dawns on me who it is. Now, I haven't seen this, kid, this guy since I was fucking, like, 10 years old. Okay? So I'm a little shook, right? I'm 17 years old, don't really know what to do. Got all sorts of fucking emotions going on. So Pat's in the bathroom, cleaning the bathroom inside the manager's office.
1: And who better to turn to in your time of need than your
0: boss? Than my 21-year-old boss that's a child um so i walk in and i go hey pat uh i can't be out on the floor right now and he goes what somebody out there touch you and i go well actually Pat, kinda what are the odds and so i got home this deep dark th- at this point i have told pretty much nobody in my life you know except for family members and v- maybe some very very close friends so he's like what the fuck and she's like go get <laughs> go get cash." I went to the bank. You had me leave to go to the bank. And you are hoping that you'd be done by the time I got back.
1: Yeah, like, I, I, I get that you're going through some shit, but there's still work to be done. So take, take this work. At least you can do yeah. something. You're not completely useless to me right now.
0: So I leave, and I come back, and he's still there. Now, I'll, I'll never forget this. I had a golf club in the back of my truck, and I was going to come in and beat the guy to death. I like it. I chose not to do that. But he was <laughs> still there. And so I just stayed out in the bay at this point. He's in the showroom. You
1: would think that your manager would have stopped cleaning the fucking bathroom and made sure that this guy got done quickly so he could get the fuck out of there.
0: You tried to. Oh, okay. You, you, you were cashing him out. You don't remember? Well, you don't remember no, yesterday. I don't so remember that. shit. So he watched me as I walked back and forth from the bay, like between the two bays okay. from the back, and he was starting to ask me about oil change and shit and talking about getting his oil changed, and you're like, nah, nah, you gotta go. So he did kind of What stand a good up. boss. Yeah, what a good boss. Um, uh,
1: well, hold on, because that's actually not even the lack of sympathy that i was referring to what i do remember from this conversation is tommy had a wicked bad stutter as a kid a fucking oh, yeah. bad stutter and i ripped through tommy every fucking day he'd be like hey, hey 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 boss what 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 bay am i on and i'd be like jesus fucking christ today jr today so he that? he's like Hey yeah, um that's uh that's where uh that's uh that's where my stutter came from. It it started then and I was like, oh, real nice Tom. You make me feel like a fucking asshole for making fun of you. <laughs> so that's the sympathy that Tom got from me, was that I blamed him for making me feel bad about him being sexually assaulted.
0: Yeah. What are you gonna do? Again, I'm over it, man. It was a long time ago. If anything, it's just molded me into a better person.
1: Erica yeah. said, ooh, I forgot. One of my favorite parts was where was when I laid down some rhymes in response to one of Pat's roasts of me. Oh, man, that was fucking great. It
0: really was. Those were we, really the early days. I wish we could go back and get that and fucking pop it in. Maybe I'll do some work as this. Well.
1: Maybe. Tommy and I have been kicking around the idea of a live show. If we have so a live I meant show. To,
0: I meant to actually send us out an email, and then I got home Sunday and did fucking absolutely nothing. So that didn't happen. But we might as well ask you now, right?
1: Well, hold on. If we do do a live show.
0: you think we should have a rap, uh Eric and Pat wrap-off?
1: Maybe Eric and I will battle. I like it. Or maybe we'll roast somebody. Mason? And then yep. we'll, oh my God, the roast of Mason Ford. Um, so easy. We could have a whole, you, Masons, a whole dais of people, and then that person would have the opportunity to respond.
0: I roast Mason all day at work, so doing it outside is not going to be a problem. It's true. Um you said doo doo. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Alright, let's get in the meal time. Pat. Okay.
1: Hey, I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me.
0: Hey number niners, did you see that we're up over forty five hundred downloads across all platforms the show is on? Yeah, Tommy. I'm hoping that's going to translate into some serious advertising dollars so
1: we can talk about new gadgets and gizmos like the Manscaped 2.0 and how it leaves your dude pissed and trimmed up, nice and ready for takeoff.
0: Or the motorblower that doesn't just stroke you like ordinary masturbatory AIDS. It also creates legit suction and vibration. Whoa! What happened to your golden rule about ads, bro? You mean hashtag no free ads? Yeah, man. Number Niners, we appreciate all the love and support we get from you guys. For sure. But... But what would help us even more is if you go to whatever platform you listen to the show on and give us a five-star rating.
1: While you're there, the biggest thing you can do to support the show is to leave a review. It can be short, long, funny, or completely unrelated.
0: Wait, what? My understanding is that it's not what's in the review that counts. It's just that the reviews are getting done. So people can just go on and talk about Tom Cruise's legendary career in cinema and still help us? I mean, yeah, I suppose they could. What's great about it is that
1: it's not a difficult thing to do. I mean, you could just leave a review for the show without even knowing
0: where popcorn comes from. You know what, Pat? Fuck you. That's one. Yep, <laughs> come on. Here's the mail.
1: It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna whale.
0: Alright, so we got two pieces of mail this week. Or female. What what is
1: it? Well, if the if the guy can say amen and a women, then every time you say male, I'm gonna say or female. <laughs> That's right. U- US postage is a microaggression. Fuck you. Uh Erica said C A R V E L. Tom, oh my you God. should tell that story. <laughs> I will tell it. The story. Carvel stuff. Do I know that?
0: No, it just happened the other day. Oh. I think we told you, maybe. All right, so we got two pieces of mail. This one comes in from uh, the one and only Dip. I don't know if there was a title on this one. Gotta be honest with you. I didn't look. Let's see real quick. Uh, question for Tommy. Okay. Nice. Question for Tommy. Really enjoying the podcast, except the beginning of Twisties. Did Tommy allow the foreskin out of his pubes, tra- his pube train to edit the show? Mason should have been the one editing. He's better at playing with knobs. Solid. <laughs> Excellent start, Diff Wizzle. Whistle. I enjoy the passion you two are putting into the show. You guys are really living with your foreskin on your sleeves. You could call it the
1: passion of the foreskin.
0: These fucking people won't support him. On to my question. Tommy. If Simon... That's a- Simone. Oh, Simone. Is that supposed? Oh, for the record,
1: it is Simon. But he means Simone. He's talking about Simone Biles.
0: If Simone was a transgender with a foreskin, being an American hero, Should she get vaccinated? Should the foreskin get vaccinated separate from the host? Seeing that it could be considered its own person or its own gender. What about Pat McAfee's foreskin? Long live the foreskin.
1: Uh, Do you want to uh, entertain any of those questions with an answer?
0: No. Okay. Well, I have a question for Tip. How fucking old are you? I think he's like uh, foreskin. He's fucking close to 50 years old. What the fuck? Are you six years old, dude? Like, can you get over the foreskin fucking game? Don't do it. Don't do <laughs> It's it. unfucking believable dude. I'm no. so tired of these fucking foreskin emails. And now that I said it, he's just going to keep sending them. But it's so, not, like, I'm going to stop reading them on the show. Absolutely just, not. That'll never I'm, happen. I'm going to stop reading them on the show.
1: Why? Listen, Dip Dizzy Whistle is a hardcore number niner.
0: He is. He is. And I appreciate that, Don. Ah, uh, Dip.
1: Uh, I do dip, but at the end of the day, we're going to have to get together soon. Uh, Tommy and I have a great deal of merchandise, uh, on the way that won't will
0: fit your fat ass.
1: It will fit you. Uh, cause it will fit us. And I'm pretty sure you and I have switched underwear plenty of times. It was dark and I was with Joanne, your wife, but, uh, I accidentally put your boxers on. Um, but no, uh, when I say this is cool shit, this is cool shit. Uh, I'm super excited. We'll have to get together. Uh, I'm going to need your gigantic hands to drop some gigantic dollars on merchandise. Um, Massive I th- hands.
0: I thought I changed the link in the chat, by the way, to match the new link for the merch. Uh, but it is on the website. If you guys want to check it out, number9podcast.com, go hit merch store, and there's all kind. Of, I'm waiting for this one to get approved, dude. The one. You know what I'm talking about? The hoodie? Well, you can put it on, yes. But you can put it on anything. No, no, but you showed me a hoodie. Once it gets approved, I will show it on the live stream. Because it is fucking funny. It's way better than the I Shit in the Ocean shirts.
1: Hey, do you have any interest in going to, uh...
0: Dinosaur things? No.
1: No, Poughkeepsie? For what? A wrestling show? A really good wrestling show?
0: On Saturday? Yeah. I already got invited to this.
1: What was your The MMA fight? No, different thing. Who invited you to an MMA fight? Dave, that's dope. You should go. Is it the casino?
0: No, it's summers up, up in Mass.
1: Oh, okay, that's cool. So Connecticut doesn't really sanction big MMA fights like professional. I don't ones. think it's
0: a big MMA fight. I think it's like an amateur MMA fight. There you is just, right there. There's a new link. Spreadshirt.com forward slash shop forward slash user forward slash number nine with Tommy podcast. Hold on, it's Spreadshirt.com. Yep. That's like the most borderline pornographic
1: website I've ever heard of. I'm in. That's great.
0: We have all kinds of stuff on there. Guys. I want a spreadsheet sh- that Warden's says It's more than a It's fucking... It's Mugs, stickers, bumper stickers. Hats, beanies, fucking baby bibs, baby onesies. Why did
1: I say stickers and then bumper stickers and then you said hats and then beanies? Why? What well, are we doing? Baseball, we gotta rehearse this shit.
0: Like baseball caps.
1: You know beanies. what, we'll write an ad read because we know how much you guys love ad reads. We'll write an ad read for our merchandise. It's coming.
0: Sounds good. Maybe we'll see how the gaming one since none of us gaming. You can get
1: beanies. You can get hats. You can get things to protect your head. You can get things to keep your head warm. <laughs> you can get shit that falls off your head when you, you're getting into the car. You can get a trucker hat. You can get them things that cowboys cap. have up on top of their hats. Damn it, heads.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's get to the next email. Let's do it. This one came in from the one and only Griff. I'm pretty sure his title was Oh my what god, makes this a is hero? fucking beautiful. What makes a hero to me? Question mark. Salami, ham, capicola with a few slices of provolone. Toast that baby up, slap some slap some mayo, and call it a day. Griff.
1: Uh, hero sandwich. Where is hero sandwich? I know it's Pennsylvania. No, I think it's like New Jersey. New Jersey and Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Phobic Squirrel, if you're still on, you're eating subs. I know that. And uh, if you're up here with us, you're eating grinders.
0: No, but Mass calls them subs, too. Oh, do they? Yeah, like that fucking asshole in the other room, he calls them subs.
1: Well, they're subs. They're it submarine pissed. sandwiches. That's no, why they're called that. No. It's shaped like a submarine, bro. Don't it's put it into water, though. That's gross.
0: It's shaped like a loaf of bread. It's shaped like a loaf of bread. It is a loaf of bread, you <laughs> asshole. What's your point? Why does that make me an asshole? <laughs> so when I'm eating a fucking piece of bread out of the bag, I don't say I'm gonna eat a sub. It's shaped like a fucking submarine. Why not? I'm gonna eat some subs. You're gonna eat a sub roll. You're an idiot. They're grinders. Erica said they're grinders. Just like my favorite app. Well, somebody had to make the joke. Alright, so that's just... So that's it from that line. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Mason said, Also, Dip, that bearded gamer has emerged to store. If you want his face on your body, which I think we can all agree, we all do. Nobody wants that. Mason's fucking
0: beautiful. Is that gamer really a gamer? He's came like three times in the last six months.
1: I see him all over my Facebook, bro. He's active.
0: Yeah, he's active saying, oh, technical difficulties, I can't stream. Anyway. Gotta go. <laughs> hey, it's me, Oops, somebody shot me. And I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. All right, so Sunday. Saturday. Saturday night. We're uh we went to that benefit dinner. Yeah, I all you about. What are you looking at?
1: Tom. Oh God, I didn't want to interrupt your story. I don't know what you're doing different when you're recording. I know that you're putting things in backwards now, but the fucking timer is recording it's timing only the segment that we're on. So I don't
0: have an overall timer. I used to know where we we're at in the podcast. You're so fucking stupid, Pat. I'm just saying. Yeah, the reason it's like this is because I need to make two audio files to upload it in two segments so we can get two ad reads from a, from one and only Anchor. Anchor.fm. If you haven't if you're thinking about doing a podcast, go to anchor.fm and uh, download it today on your iPad or wherever you download apps and uh you you can get started today. It's free, it's easy, has all the tools that you need to upload a podcast. It's great. And they pay you. They pay you real money, USD. For the stuff that you create. It's great. Anyway. Back to what I was saying. So uh, we want two ad reads for them in our show, so I have to make two two separate audio files. So what I did here is after mail time, I started a new, a new thing, a new thing. Drama.
1: So you can't just drop the ad read in twice. You I, have to make two different files. I cannot, on the
0: upload, I put in the ad reads. That's how we fuck up and put them backwards.
1: We don't fuck up and put that's them backwards. That's how we fucked up. It's right? a fucking editorial we for everybody listening.
0: Anyway, so listen to so this. So why song. don't you
1: just put one at the beginning and one at the end? Oh, no, that's, you, that still wouldn't work.
0: They won't let you play one at the end. That's been the middle. Okay. One in the beginning one in the middle. So anyway, listen. So, we're, uh, we're getting ready to go to this benefit that we went to, the benefit dinner. Yeah. And, uh. I said the Erica when we were leaving, I was like, maybe we should go to C R V uh fuck. C R V E L. C A R V E L yeah, yeah, you got it. And I spell it, right? I did spell it right. You had I and was Boy did you hit it like B I N G L <laughs> C R C A R V E L. So I spell that real quick, right? Because yeah. the kid's there. And I don't want him to get all excited because he's a fucking idiot. He's fucking thirteen. He knows how to spell he's twelve L. He's well, you would think, right? Okay. <laughs> Poor <laughs> kid. You set me up, you fucking bastard. So I go, Colin, what the fuck? He goes. Oh, we're gonna go to the carnival? He goes, That shit used to work when I was like six, I don't know how to spell. And I oh. immediately <laughs> and I'm like, still fucking work today, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> uh, fucking
0: awesome. Idiot. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Uh, Alright. Yeah, hold on.
1: I, I told you that I had to teach my niece some magic tricks.
0: Dude, I didn't want to tell you this, but I've been getting lost in the Facebook world. Yeah. And they have a lot of AGT on there.
1: Yeah, the seven-year-old or the eight-year-old? All of them, dude. The, they're fascinating. It's absolutely unbelievable.
0: But I'm, But I'm saying, they have tons of magicians on there.
1: Oh, I thought that you were talking about the magician specifically.
0: No, the whole right. I'm really getting into magic, dude. Uh, when the podcast is off,
1: I'll show you some uh, some uh, YouTubers that I follow, and they're fucking. It's all like there's magic tricks. I'm I'm working on 16 right now. There's 16 magic tricks that can be done with just objects from everywhere you're at, and they're fucking crazy. And you can just fucking wow people all day for no reason. I'm super excited about it. So weird. If I wasn't a big enough dork for pro wrestling and being fat and balding, here we go. I'm about to take this dork and see up and balding.
0: Notch. Did you see the big bald guy today? Mom? Came in to work. Came and saw you? The fuck did you just say? He came and saw you?
1: I don't know who the fuck you're talking about.
0: You didn't have a special visitor today? Somebody old? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I got super fucking fired up. I ran to the door. I was calling his name. Yeah. I gave him a hug. He didn't hug me back. It was awkward as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. We did the shake, right? And then I went in for like the the one handed shake, one armed hug. But you know, he's old and he's not real flexible. So he kind of just let me hug him and it was it was it was a real uphill battle. It was downhill from that point forward. I kind of just went back to my station and worked. <laughs> I kind of just ignored him. Like, I, there was a little bit of small chat from a distance.
0: I called uh, our boss today. I was like, "I, hey, I got you something. It sounds like whether you're going to be there in an hour. And he was like, yeah, would you get me? So then his surprise showed up. And then he texted me back and said, I thought I was going to be a stripper or a sports car. Thanks. So, ah. This was let down.
1: <laughs> well, I got the surprise back with an awkward hug.
0: Yeah. Anyway.
1: Speaking of awkward hugs. Tom. Have you been watching the news?
0: Oh, we're gonna talk about Cuomo?
1: We're gonna talk about Cuomo.
0: Dude, what first off, so yes, I did see it. And then I saw his I saw part of his press conference afterwards. This fucking guy did himself (laughs) no favors. He's like, Did you know? I barely fucking kissed her. Did you know that he showed a slideshow of him hugging and kissing? I saw the slideshow. I saw the slideshow. What the dude, this guy's dumb as a motherfucker. Well
1: listen. Here's the thing, right? So you guys didn't have
0: enough evidence, here's some more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you guys were looking for publicly available evidence that will be shown at my trial. Um, listen, the dude has whatever fucking eight or nine accusers that we have the faces of. He's got another half dozen that are fucking anonymous to this point. Um, there are people doing interviews, there are all these things going on, the media's in an uproar, Biden wants him fucking dethroned, everybody wants him well, dethroned, so, like, everybody wants the thing this thing guy Nobody
0: fucking said anything about this until they, which I guess is the right thing to do, right? They let them finish their investigation, and once they came out with the findings of their investigation, now everybody wants to crucify the guy.
1: Yeah. So, this is my point, because it was on all day, and it's I gave it time, two days. I let it fester, and this is my point. These people have all forgotten what a hero Cuomo was before all these allegations came out. This is the man who led tons and tons of infected, diseased people in with a bunch of elderly folk and killed them. He's a fucking murderer. Yeah. And all they're worried about is whether good touch or bad touch took place. It doesn't fucking matter. Because at the end of the day, he killed more people than he sexually
0: assaulted. So, listen, while I I 100% agree with you, Pat, in that situation, he's going to be able to use the defense that nobody really knew. I did what I thought was best at the time. Sure. that's I mean, and he's off the hook, unfortunately.
1: There are some things that I can agree with. When you use that excuse, I agree with some of it. You cannot say I didn't know that I would take infected, diseased people and put them with people with weak immune systems and there would be adverse side effects. That's, it's beyond common sense. That's not like, oh, well, no, yeah, no, it makes sense that those people died. You have to have a little bit of foresight and you have to turn to the person next to you in that position in unprecedented times. You have to turn to the person next to you and say, out loud, this is what I'm thinking. And when they hear it out loud, They have to give you a verbal response because there's no way he went to a second person on the planet who was like, this is what I'm thinking we do with these fucking infected disease people. (laughs) And the second person was like, that's great. Actually, what if it brings the elderly back to a youthful state? They knew that there, were gonna be, there was going to be a downside.
0: I'm super confused about what's going on in this chat. Well, Mason
1: said, my least favorite magician, Tom Warburton, I'm pretty sure he pissed off a man who has been dead since 1986, and that's magic. Erica said he just that's thought... That's the dumbest
0: fucking thing. That
1: he just thought they spelled Carnival and put the slideshow together instead of Carvel. I don't
0: know if she's talking about Colin. She's talking or about or Colin getting it wrong. I think she might be talk- talking about Cuomo. Because we were talking about the side of
1: <laughs> um, Mason, I don't know who Tom Warburton is, and that joke is lost on me. I assume it was a joke. I can't really tell. Um, I feel like Tom also did not appreciate Isn't that joke. is everything that
0: Mason says a joke?
1: That's not very nice, Tom. Nope.
0: It wasn't. Anyway.
1: Tom, did you look up any of the articles I asked you to look up?
0: <laughs> sure did. Um... I was busy talking to Mason. I was helping Mason with his computer. Can, I, can um, you get me on the internet? Uh, yeah, for Or uh,
1: the Instagram? The Instagram. Yeah, the number nine Instagram? No. Tom, I need specifics, so I need to be able to scroll.
0: You need to be able to scroll? Yeah. Man, this is... See, this is what happens when you don't come prepared for a show.
1: Asshole. I got here as quickly as I possibly could.
0: You could have left work on time instead of I could fucking, not have left work on time. I was of, fucking working. You weren't working. You were gossiping. I was working. I'll I'll bet my fucking paycheck you were gossiping. I was working. You were gossiping.
1: No. Nope.
0: You want to accept a bet? Paycheck for paycheck?
1: Oh, absolutely, because I'm just going to tell you that I was working. You oh, well, weren't then, there,
0: motherfucker. I, I know who was there, and I'll ask him. Ask him. I will.
1: He's going to be on my side. I don't think so. It's a meeting of the minds.
0: Oh, the new runner. Of the... Oh, it's the new runner of the... <laughs> The new runner? He must be the guy in charge of the Muppets. Who must be the guy in charge of the Muppets? The Tom Warburner.
1: Oh, Tom Warburton.
0: I get it. Okay. I get it. It would have been more funny if we knew who that was. Yeah.
1: You lose a lot when you got to explain it. Here, Tom, Mason. Can you hold put on, Mason, on the I got it. Instagram, to... please. Mason, I got something for you. I just I I assume I know the password. Some oh, play the game, guys. I need to know what sound just got made.
0: Yeah, just keep trying to do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about this Muppet show?
1: Four digits, eh?
0: You're never gonna get it.
1: Guys, Tom's password is not
0: 6969. No shit. So you're gonna lock yourself out of my. I, I don't have instagram on there bro
1: what year were you born
0: 1989 Oof, I ipad is currently disabled you could have just let me on tom you could have just not done that all right look hold on one second
1: hey i guess they're right senior citizens although slow and dangerous behind the wheel can still serve a purpose I'll be right back. Don't you go dying
0: on me. Hey there, number niners. The term video game addiction is defined as a compulsive or uncontrolled use of video games in a way that causes problems in other areas of a person's life. If you feel that you or someone you know is suffering from video game addiction, tell them to stay the fuck out of the chat on twitch.tv forward slash number nine gaming and twitch.tv forward slash number nine media, where the bearded gamer and chunk dizzle are dropping bodies on all the best games like seven days to die or setting up heists on GTA. And claiming victories in Warsaw.
1: This channel is not suggested for gaming addicts, children, adults, bleeding heart liberals, snowflakes, vaxxers, anti vaxxers, anyone pro choice, pro life, people supporting that any lives matter at all whatsoever, blondes, brunettes, people with a history of heart conditions, memory loss, advanced illusionary schizophrenia with involuntary narcissistic rage, erections lasting longer than four hours, diarrhea, severe allergies, pet allergies, rashes, COVID 69, or Karen's. <laughs> I All just right. want to point out that there have been several doozies for the uh, live feed. You guys should really watch these podcasts every once in a while.
0: I too we had only like four people watch.
1: Well, see, here's the thing. The people who don't watch are really missing out because we have had some fucking crazy shenanigans going on off, uh, off the recording
0: today. So, uh, Pat, did you
1: watch the Muppets as a kid? No, I had four older brothers. I watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street when I was a kid.
0: Cool. I never really watched Muppets either, but when I was in I Disney, know that one. Kermit?
1: I know Kermit the Frog.
0: I think everybody knows Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. I know Miss Piggy. How about uh, Gonzo? You know Gonzo? Uh,
1: I don't... If you showed me a picture of Gonzo, I wouldn't be able to recognize Gonzo. I do know that Gonzo had a big nose because people call people with big noses Gonzo, Kermzo. or they say they have a Gonzo nose. Um, I couldn't tell you what color or like <coughs> what what animal he is.
0: So, uh, do you want to read this? Let's see if we can do this. Here you go, Pat. Now you can read this.
1: So, can I? Can you scroll up to the title, please? Uh, Muppet Babies reintroduces male character as transgender princess.
0: That's captivating. So it goes on to say the children. First still- off, I want to start this off by saying I've been waiting and waiting for when they were going to do this. Like, this is what we need in our stories, is a transgender Muppet. I don't really have the words. The words for what?
1: At first, I thought you were going to approach this from one side, and then it turned out you were just being a sarcastic asshole. Who? And I, st- I don't even know if I'm happier or more upset about it.
0: I'm being 100% serious. This is what we need. This is how we're going to unite as one, is to have transition mu- Muppets. Did you watch the clip? I did not. I read the story. I read the like, oh, the we're going to play the clip because it really changed my life path.
1: The children's television show Muppet Babies reintroduced the beloved character Gonzo as a transgender princess. In one episode, Miss Piggy and Summer Penguin I also don't know who Summer Penguin is said that they met an amazing princess at a royal ball. Miss Piggy refers to the princess using they pronouns. Per the Cinderella storyline, Miss Piggy showcased a glass slipper that was left at the Royal Ball. Tom's horrible at scrolling. Gonzo, who has historically been a male character... Pers- How do we know that Gonzo has historically been male? Does Is his penis part of his costume? What's on his face.
0: He's got a dick face? He's got the big nose. Okay.
1: Gonzo. How the fuck who did is his- you
0: whiff that fucking joke? You're the one that said, I know that Gonzo has a big nose, because people say you have a Gonzo nose. I don't know. What are you tired or something?
1: Not really. Gonzo, who has, had a, who has historically been a male character, proceeded to take the slipper and transform into a princess. He dubbed himself Gonorrhea. I'm sorry, Gonzarella. <laughs> Gonzo told the, the other Muppets that he was afraid to tell them because they expected uh, him to look a certain way. Candace Owens tweeted, I can't believe I'm tweeting this, but they are pushing the trans agenda on children via Muppet Babies. This is sick and perverted. Everyone should be disturbed by predatory cartoons meant to usher children into gender dysphoria. Bring back manly Muppets, anyone?
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and play this. Hold on know.
1: before you before you play this. Uh, you know, go ahead and play it. We'll, I'll make my I'll make my statement after. Gonorrhea,
0: classic. Hopefully, the audio picks up.
1: The Royal Ball! We met the most amazing princess!
0: But they ran away, and all they left behind was this. Everyone, there's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me. I'm Gonzarella. But Gonzo, why didn't Vu tell us? Because you all expected me to look a certain way. I don't want you to be upset with me,
1: but I'm... The royal ball! We met the most amazing
0: princess! I was just gonna keep looping. Yeah, so that's that's what we're showing our kids. The Muppets movie came out like three years ago with, mu- with puppets? Get the fuck out of here, that's not true. I don't believe that for a second. Pat, are you going to talk, or what are you doing over there? Uh, you're setting off alarms, you're texting people, what the fuck?
1: No, so here's what happened. I had silenced my phone, um, and then I had gotten a thousand... Oh, my creepy fuck! Erica sent me a picture of Sam the Eagle from the Muppets. That thing's terrifying. What does that look like? This is a fucking friendly character. What
0: does that
1: look like? That's accurate. Uh, you know who he looks like, is, uh... Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. He looks like, um... The old man from Family Guy. The...
0: Where's the paper boy? That's
1: what he looks like.
0: Uh, anyway. So, yeah, so this is what, uh... This is what we've come to. We're, uh... how do you feel about this?
1: Um... There was more to it. I read more about um, the other shows that are being a little more inclusive. Um, The one that really got me. Because, listen, like, I don't understand why. The Muppets has never been about genitalia, as far as I know. Yeah, so why? Like, I don't understand.
0: Well, like, Like, Miss Piggy is a girl. No, it's accepted that Miss Piggy is a girl.
1: I don't think that Miss Piggy is out there being like, oh, my God, I have my period. And that makes me a woman. You know what I mean? I don't think that fucking Kermit is out there like, oh, I have all these thoughts, you know, running through my head, and every morning when I wake up, my my green ween is hard. Like th- <laughs> that's not what well, the Muppets part... are there for. The Muppets are teaching you the
0: fucking alphabet. Well, no, in the Muppets, but like Kermit and Miss Piggy have like a thing for each other.
1: Kermit and Miss, yeah, I know. That's why Kermit's fingers smell like bacon. I, I've heard all the jokes.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know anything about it, but I know the jokes.
1: Yeah. Now, the one that really got me was that Blue's Clues has introduced new characters um that are like LGBTQ friendly. Um here's the thing. The entire premise of Blue's Clues was it's this guy Steve who has this like wonderful world who where there's lots of cocaine. Yes. <laughs> He's got way too much energy. Um no, but he he has this wonderful world in his what I always just considered as his fucking fantastic imagination. And he celebrates mail time and he hangs out with the dog and they solve clues or solve riddles and shit. Um, So we introduce new characters just so that we could talk about subjects that are pop culture. This is no different than what we were talking about before, where, you know, if there are legitimate claims, the LGBTQ community has legitimate claims. They felt like a minority group. They felt like they were being ostracized. And that's valid. So then we start giving them rights. We start treating them better, right? But now you have those fake-ass motherfuckers who jump on the bandwagon, and cool. they're going, well, no, 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 watch our woke-ass show, because we even put you know, these ideas into our show, but not because you felt like it was the right thing to do. If you felt like it was the right thing to do, you would have done it fucking 10 years ago. You would have done it fucking 15 years ago. I mean, this shit was on when I was fucking babysitting in high school, right? Yeah. This is not because you're good people. This is because good people recognize that you weren't doing it so you were like, fuck, they know! And then you just started acting like good people. Fuck you. It's fuck not- the Muppets. Fuck Blue's Clues. Fuck Steve. Fuck that stupid blue
0: dog. Fuck them all. His name is Blue. Makes sense. My problem with it is that is this really something that we need to be showing our kids? Don't you... like This show is recommended for like 3 to 7 years. So, don't you think that's a little bit young for them to be talking about?
1: Okay, hold on. First off, Erica said Steve's not there anymore. Someone knew. That's why they're getting away with this bullshit, because Steve would have stood up for something that was fucking right. God damn it. <laughs> he would have put something down in his fucking handy dandy notebook, and he would show showed them all. He was You know what it would have said? It would have said, fuck you. Mason said, Kermit leaves tadpoles all over the pork chops, and I fucking love it. <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, man. I just don't think, like, I gotta tell you, man, I wouldn't let my if, if my kid was watching these shows, I wouldn't let him watch them. That's how I feel about it.
1: Um, I don't know. It's I feel like you're getting a lot of questions from your kids about why this person, this Muppet's shoe, changes who he is. Can
0: we agree?
1: Yeah, I know, right? That's not part of, like, they're following the Cinderella storyline. The Cinderella storyline, I don't think the slipper itself is magical, is it?
0: I guess it makes Mason says that also Blue's Clues doesn't have any LGBTQ characters. They did one episode for Pride Month. You know, what? But even that, like, why? Little babies don't even know about Pride Month. Why does Mason know that fact?
1: Mason, how much Blue's Clues do you watch?
0: Well, he has a toddler
1: or a Fuck, That's right, you have a baby now. Damn it! <laughs> you got lucky. That's one averted,
0: Mason. You slipped one by me, kid, and won't happen again. You better save the flavor. It's not going to happen again. You
1: know where um, that's from?
0: No, Tommy boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dan.
1: Mason said a lot. Um, I catch him watching. He it at said Blue's all Clues time. doesn't have any LG lgbtq uh, care no i know but um oh willow's favorite shows. because um did she care at the whopping one-year-old that she is that they had a whole episode about lgbtq do you feel like that's relevant like i is this because there are people jumping on the bandwagon yes but is it a worthy cause because they're bringing things to light that children wouldn't learn about otherwise and maybe that's the the purpose that they're they're stating it is. We all know what they're really doing, because Erica, they weren't
0: doing that shit fucking fifteen years ago. Erica says, but you also have to realize that there are way there are way more LGBTQ parents, and the culture of society is to accept the non gender identities. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? I listen. If you want to be non binary, non lethal, non weapon, I don't know. Um, If you want to be all these things, that's fine. I don't think that at least before the age of like 13, your parents should allow you to say, I want to be a boy when you're a girl, and I want to be a girl when you're a boy. I understand all those things. I have no problem with it. I don't know. It's just so weird to me, the whole thing.
1: I don't know. Maybe we're behind the times. Maybe they should be covering these things. Uh Maybe I'm old fashioned. Yeah, I just on your cartoons. Uh, I feel like those lessons are above the learning level of the people watching it. At the same time, maybe that's the point. Maybe they're trying to get them exposed early. Mason said, or not to mention the friend of he the said, kid but, with
0: gay parents. But the now way they I might see, understand You missed a the top more. one. You missed one. Oh.
1: By the way, I see it. Cartoons have for years done specials for holidays, including St. Patrick's Day and Columbus Day. So why not do an episode? To help kids that maybe have two fathers or two mothers, or not to mention the friend of the kid with gay parents, not that they might, now that they might understand a little more. Okay. So, to that point, from what I was reading, because of, you know, I've, I'm just going ham yesterday, like I'm fucking Stephen King sitting at a Red Sox game reading everything I can. Uh, there is a nonverbal autistic Muppet, and a guy was talking about how, um, his daughter was maybe dancing around a pool or something like that. And she just kind of walked over and introduced herself to a kid. And the, uh, the other dad was like, you have to be careful with how you act around my child. And the daughter at like six years old was like, I know. And she knew that the kid was nonverbal autistic because she had seen it on the Muppets. And she like fully com- comprehended what was going on. And that that kid was special needs and treated him differently and, like, didn't dance, like, up against his ass. Um, Erica said, I think early exposure in that it's not bad or weird for people to be different. I don't disagree that it's not, I mean, I, I get, I guess I feel it's the responsibility of the parent, not of the, like, parent, yeah,
0: of like, the, like not, it's a fucking. Not only that, dude, like, we're not talking about being gay or lesbian or whatever. We're talking about changing your natural born gender. Like, that's what we're talking about. It's not, it's like, like a six-year-old shouldn't know about changing genders, in my opinion.
1: You know what I mean? Um, for for the
0: same reason that we spoke about. Because I'll tell you this, up until Colin was probably nine years old, maybe he had he was very feminine because he spent most of his time with his mother.
1: I think that a lot of young boys uh, are feminine for their developmental years.
0: Yeah, so how many of them are turning around saying, huh, oh, I want to be a woman? And their parents are just letting them walk around being a woman. Like, that's not okay with me. Like, let them get to an age that it's actually, like, if he's doing it at 15, okay. Not in my house, but Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that. that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not, listen, we're all different. We're all different. I'm all about it, man. They should have black puppets, yellow puppets, fucking brown puppets, whatever puppets. They should have gay puppets, lesbian cu- puppets. I'm down to watch that stuff. I just don't think that we need to be talking about a muppet that's trans. I, I just don't see that point.
1: Oh, well, I feel like this conversation is 20 years, or I guess it would be different 20 years from now, but. I could see non-conventional puppets like gay. I get it. Um, But we're also 20 years from when I I probably would have said, why are they forcing gay down everybody's throat? And now today we're saying, why are they forcing transgender? Yeah, I understand that So maybe we're just behind the times on this one. Uh, Holy shit. Our chat is... I don't think...
0: uh, We're on Mason. Maybe maybe, it's less about... Maybe it's
1: less about pushing the subject more along the lines of, you might see someone like this out in public and that's okay. Erica said, but imagine all the years of turmoil that the kid has to go through until he's 15. Mason said, you ever seen a kid point out a black person like a mini racist? It's super embarrassing for everyone involved. Don fucking rope! Said, did Tommy just say he wants to watch Muppet porn?
0: I am to Don to watch it. Did you really? Well, I said gay porn, lesbian porn. I'm down to watch it.
1: Okay. You said Muppet porn?
0: No, I didn't say. Mu- I said gay Muppets, lesbian Muppets. I'm down to watch. Gotcha. it. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So what up, Dizzy Whistle? Let's, Mason. I agree with you, but first off, I will never agree with a trans person. Like, and specifically, very specifically, a male transitioning to female that is walking around with a beard that is just fucking lazy. And you shouldn't be out in public like that if you want to be a female. Okay, that's and that's not and that's not what they're doing on the fucking Muppets. What they're saying is, and if they're doing a good enough job, you're not going to know if they're male or female, right? Even at that point, what's
1: what's the downside, right? What's the downside? So if no, no, hold on. If you're a male transitioning to female, right, and you say I identify as a woman, but you have the beard and you have, um, I don't know, the penis, whatever. What's the downside of being a feminine man?
0: There's no downside.
1: But So that can't be a thing, though. I feel like that is no longer a thing. Now, if you're a feminine man, you should be a woman.
0: That's the way the world sees it, yeah.
1: And if you're a masculine female, you should be a man. Why? What happened to those people? What happened to the feminine men and the uh, masculine women?
0: They're going to ostracize.
1: Yeah, I, I, I said bring them back. I, I don't understand how we lost that whole fucking culture.
0: I'm not sure. So it's, oh man. You ever see a kid playing a black person, any race and emergency for everyone involved? No, I have not ever seen that, Mason. Ever. I told, I told. If uh, your kid hasn't seen a black person, that's on you.
1: I told, uh, I think a story of, um, one of my nieces had a book in. Uh, she went to daycare at the YMCA, <laughs> and there was a book in there that nobody knew was in there, as far as my family goes, and the uh, staff apparently didn't uh, pay attention. But my brother was walking his daughter out of daycare, and she saw a black person, a a female black adult, and she pointed at her, and she went, Dirty face! And my brother looked at the, the kiddo, and the black woman looked at my brother, and he was like, "Huh?" And she was like, Dirty face! He was like, stop saying dirty face. And she was like, but she's a dirty face. So he finally gets out of her. Of course, this woman has walked away very, very unhappy. So he gets out of her. There's a fucking book in the daycare and on the left page it's a clean face and it's a white baby and on the right side there's a page. He's in the bathtub. And on the right side there's a black baby in the bathtub and it Uh, in the mud and it says dirty face so it's clean face dirty face coincidentally the black one has the dirty face so she walks out of fucking daycare sees a black person, dirty face and my brother went into the daycare the next day and was like I need to see your fucking books right now <laughs> and found they the book. should
0: throw that fucking book. Yeah, he pay. was like,
1: "Look at this shit. Do you know what this fucking did to me yesterday?" <laughs> so they threw the book out, but oh man, one of my favorite fucking stories of all these nieces and nephews that I have.
0: I want to go back to Erica's comment that said, uh, "But imagine all the years of turmoil that kid has to go through until he's 15." Um Yeah, I Erica like I don't know, man. I like what I, I don't what to say to that. Does it really matter? Does it really matter up until that age if they're a boy or a girl? There's no difference. If it's a girl, they're going to get their fucking period. Guess what? If it's a guy that wants to be a girl, he's never going to get his period. So it doesn't fucking matter. Not only that, man, but if these
1: kids are being raised properly... um, I played with Barbies with the the girl across the street, Stephanie Capaccio, when we were at her house. And when she came to my house, we played with G.I. Joe's.
0: The girl we... whose panties rubbed all over your face?
1: Same girl. Okay. Um... My nice. point is that it didn't matter that she was a girl or that I was a boy. We played with each other all the same. She had different toys than I did. Well, but... naturally.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, like, we need to start letting kids be kids and stop letting them worry about their fucking genders. I agree. Like, yeah. For the record, it's if just this kid's like the not old... in
1: fucking high school, don't give them homework. I'm it, on that shit. It,
0: That's it, bullshit. It's just like the... uh You know, like, kids don't notice race. You know what I mean? Race is a social concept. That's right. They don't notice different races out in public. Like, they really don't. They love, like, they don't know the difference. They just know that they look a little bit different. That means nothing to them.
1: Right, the concept being they're a different skin color. That's it. Yeah. They recognize that the skin color is different, but that means nothing. nothing. It bears no weight.
0: Yes, exactly. That's my point. So whether that's a boy or it doesn't fucking matter. Um, let's get back to this. Uh, said, uh, Gonzo also never said that he was trans? Maybe he is a crossdresser. Mason loves crossdressers. This is a. There's Mate. a comedian that does a joke about his child pointing at an old black man and saying "monkey" because of the old monkey in The Lion King.
1: <laughs> Rafiki. Just old monkey. He wasn't just an old monkey, he's fucking Rafiki, bro. Um Guess the past can hurt.
0: Yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's just weird, I guess. I feel like your mic's muted that. I'm not sure why.
1: I can tell you this. I don't control the mics. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. It's not.
0: Yeah, I'm not uh I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about this. I understand everybody's point of view.
1: We got two more things to do. Let's roll. We do? Yep. What we got? Well, if you would let me on the motherfucking internet, I could pull up the article. I this show is
0: getting kind of long, bad, Right, like an hour and a half.
1: <sighs> I'm gonna save this and I'm gonna put it on the timeline myself.
0: Oh, Do time. you? Oh, you know what? I'll say both. Erica says it doesn't matter that their mental health is an issue when you're 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You're figuring out who you are. If you want to be something that your family tells you you can't be, that's where the lots of suicides happen. Erica, I'm going to throw this out there. I have no statistics statistics to back this up whatsoever. But I guarantee you this. If you look pre-2010, child suicide rates below the age of 15 are probably lower now, or lower then than they are now. And the reason they're so high right now is because we're telling our kids that all this is... The social norm or it's this way or that way these things weren't problems until recently
1: hold on and i i'm being serious because this whole time i've been thinking do i take a do i take a baby face turn and just say i understand and i'm, I'm on board the whole time and here's where i'm at i want to see a muppets episode about Uh, a brother being killed in war and them having to go to the funeral of the dead veteran. I want to see a Muppets episode about the mom dying in a drunk driving accident. I want to see one about abortion. I want to see one about their friend dying on a motorcycle because if we're going to teach kids everything there is to know in life when they're six years old, we should do it on the fucking Muppets. Otherwise we should let these children be children until they're old enough to understand these fucking concepts because I get it. Early exposure is important. Um, but they're exposed to a lot early. I don't think the Muppets is the right fucking forum for transgender. I don't think like any cartoon, for that matter. There you go. If <laughs> anything that's fucking animated, probably isn't the right the right fucking forum for this. It's too heavy of a topic. You know who
0: should be having these conversations with their kids? The fucking parents.
1: I well, I was trying to say that before. This is. I feel like things like this because it's it's out. It's in the open. It's not being, it's not like nobody believes in it. It's real. It's happening. Um, I think that that is something that parents can teach their children. Um, No different than, did you ever play the motorcycle game in the car when you were kids? No. So, you're in the car. You played Punch Buggy, right? Okay. So, very similar to Punch Buggy, except nobody gets punched. You teach your kids, every time they see a motorcycle, say, motorcycle. That's the whole game. And it's fun, because the kids are looking for motorcycles the whole time, but when the kid turns 18 and they're behind the wheel, they're looking for fucking motorcycles the whole time. Makes sense. This is something that parents do to keep motorcycle riders safe. I do think that is the parent's responsibility. I don't think that the Muppets could do an episode on people who ride motorcycles and instill that type of responsibility in a child. The same goes for transgenderism. The same goes for fucking war. I don't think that's the right forum.
0: Um, and he said, I don't know, man. I've seen Bugs Bunny in a dress a few times.
1: I'm yeah. pretty sure you've seen Bugs Bunny in a dress either impersonating woman, a woman in a way that would now be considered <laughs> offensive, or straight up making fun of women uh, in a way that would now be considered offensive. Probably. Man. I'm pretty sure you wore a dress in a speech jam. Mason, listen. This is what we're going to do. Me, you, the fat man. We take the three-seater down in the basement. And we're going to watch old school. I'm talking 1980s Looney Tunes cartoons for half hour live and just roast the fuck
0: out of it. Well, it's probably amazing.
1: I'm sure it is, but we can talk about how offensive it is.
0: Why? I love it.
1: We can talk about how offensive it's perceived now. <clears throat> I feel like you're missing my
0: point. So we're going to roast the woke people today. Correct. Oh, okay. I'm done. Mason? A half hour?
1: I could do hours of that. Maybe we'll do something else in the other half hours. Mason, are you on board with this Looney Tunes <laughs> idea that I have just geniusly created? Well, mystery science three thousand. This bitch.
0: Um. what we're waiting for Mason's answer, what entire nation? Uh, I don't know if we can do that. Do that. Li- do it live. Why we don't have to show the the cartoons live?
1: We can though. We can record no. it from the back of our heads. In the last decade, the suicide rate has increased almost 60% of kids between 10 and 24. They don't have enough data to say why.
0: 60%. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's, you just proved my point is that these, we're telling kids that they have something to be said. This is, from the start of the show, my exact problem. Everybody's a fucking victim. Teach your kids to be strong, strong strong-minded, not to be fucking discouraged because somebody, I want to be a boy, but I'm really a girl or not only that, but teach them the like the moral fiber, the
1: values that they're gonna need to succeed, and teach them how to react when things do go wrong. So punish your kids when they break the rules and teach them that nothing goes perfectly and when things go poorly, there's an outlet, there's a way to vent. There's a uh, there's always somebody to talk to and mom and dad and teach these children how to accept the things that they haven't seen before, that they're invariably going to see. They're going to see death. They're going to see pain. And when they see those things, have them be prepared for it. On top of that, have them be prepared for different opinions, different points of view, different types of people, different colored people, different cultured people, people who talk different, people who have accents. People who smell different. I farted in the podcast room. Tommy is unhappy right now.
0: You're a fucking asshole. I was
1: making such a good point, though. You were. You piece of shit.
0: Erica says there is a possibility it's because of social media, but there's not. that's not the case in all countries with social media.
1: To that point, teach them that the internet is not the end-all be-all of fucking life and get them off the goddamn computer for five minutes. It could be because we had a recession in 2007, which led to people moving and leaving friends, losing things, etc.
0: That was more than 10 years ago, Erica. 14.
1: 14?
0: Yeah, uh, that's fucking mine. That's not the cause. It sounds like you're just making a bunch of fucking excuses. Well, for she, I think
1: she's reading an article of some sort and she's, she's formulating an opinion. Well, based then on send it.
0: the fucking article to number nine, the number nine podcast at gmail.com. We'll cover it on the next show because now I'm interested. To see it, listen, nobody has to agree with me. I'm just an asshole this I, a podcast.
1: And we're putting this on like transgenderism or social media. Uh, in the Sum 41 song, uh, I believe I it's it
0: bad <laughs> parenting. At the end of the day, this all comes down to fucking bad parenting.
1: Listen, in the Sum 41 song, My Direction, which is from the 90s, he says the teenage suicide rate in Canada has risen over 600% in the last 20 years. Um, so we've seen a consistent rise in teen suicide she said the data was from 07 to 018 so that or well 2018 um, so that's why she went back to that point so again so she's saying it's risen from even the no effect not not no effect some 41 song um teen suicide is on the rise and i i'm not sure that something socially, is going to be discovered as the cause for that. Don't get me wrong. Do I think it contributes? Absolutely. I think that transgenderism contributes. I think that uh, things like that, where you know people become impoverished and they're broken up from their friends or broken families are created because of the stress levels in the home, um, that definitely adds to it. But there's obviously something bigger going on that's causing a consistent rise like it's happening.
0: Bad parenting.
1: That's not, not the problem. I will say that. Um, God, Erica said sent. I can't wait. I'm going to break that article down. I'm going to read the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you I'm can excited. read the
0: shit out of it all you
1: want. I'm not going to read the article. Me
0: either.
1: I'm going to talk about how I'm going to read the article,
0: then I'm going to... Just know, like go. you're talking about how you're going to watch the Sweden documentary.
1: Dude, I watched the whole thing. I was going to do a movie review on it today. You're full of shit. I am. I watched Fear Street, <laughs> and you will get my movie review on Sunday.
0: My uh, my mother actually sent me a movie, a a, a documentary to watch about social media. Today. What's it called? Social media. So I, I don't. It's on uh, my phone. Uh, let's see. It's on <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I know
1: this. Uh, the documentary you're talking about. Have you seen it? No. What the fuck? I got a whole I got a whole
0: bunch of text over here. All right.
1: Let's wrap this up. Niners, to... we love you. Thank you for the year. It's been wonderful. Make sure happy you go anniversary to, the... to all of you. Make sure you every go to time the... Tom talks, we're going to talk over him. Make sure you go to the website. We got merchandise. New merchandise, lovely.
0: I just want to end the show up.
1: Stickers, hats, hoodies, t-shirts. Pat, if you give me bumper stickers, skull caps, beanies.
0: If you give me a minute, I can just tell to go get all this stuff. If you go to the website, Tommy's no... going
1: to tell you where you can get it all. I got an idea. Are you going to mute my Mike?
0: mic? If you guys go to number9podcast.com. You com, shit. Number9podcast.com or number9withtommypodcast.com. Click on the uh, merch store. It'll bring you right to where all our stuff is. I have the most epic. What the fuck are you doing, bro?
1: We only have one mic that works. <laughs> so go so right. So I have to be close to you. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. If I'm over. Oh, <laughs> almost fell on top of you. If I'm over by me, then I don't have a way to communicate. I'll give you your mic back just... when you're good. I, what? I'm being an angel. No, you're not.
0: Get the fuck off me, dude. (laughs)
1: All right. It's worse because you're in a rolly chair.
0: We're out of here.
1: I say, good day. But I say it into Tom's mic.